Just this morning, I saw an article that said that cell phones are an enemy to your marriage. It felt a little dramatic, but we're going to talk about technology and your relationships. I'm John Fuller, joined by Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin. They lead the Focus Marriage Department, and the technology seems to isolate us, Greg. It it felt like, oh, it's going to unite us, but here we are, and my wife and I do this. It's sort of like we're tired. She gets her iPad. I get my phone. We don't talk. Yeah. There's a problem. Yeah. And in, in, in it can, and isolation certainly as human beings is not what God desires. He made us so relational and desires us to be in support and community. Are yeah. we isolated, by the way, if we're sitting on the sofa next to each other, but we're both on our devices? Yes. Okay. For Ouch. that for that <laughs> amount of time. Let's just go with yes. Maybe well, that amount. I, I didn't say for Are hours. Are you like doing but... footsies or anything? No, yeah. none of that. And of oh, course, you would say that because in our marriage, I'm the one that's usually on the device and he is mm. not. So that was the perfect question to ask him <laughs> because there's this undercurrent being sent of, yes, when we're watching a movie and my wife is on her phone, I feel isolated. Uh, right? I feel alone. I wanted to do that together. And, and yeah. I'm working on no it. No talking, no Trying tech. to understand what that's like yeah. for him. There, there really is, though, a serious aspect to this, yeah, of mm-hmm. isolation. You use that word. Unpack that a bit. Yeah, there really is. You know, isolation can really contribute to feelings of loneliness, of sadness, increased risks of developing depression. What I've noticed that isolation can really do is really hit someone's self-worth. Because they start to go, why does no one want to be around me? What's wrong with me? They start to internalize that. I think those become lies that get written on our heart, that I'm just not valuable enough to people to hang out. And then it creates kind of that self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, obviously, I'm not valuable enough. No one wants to be around me, so then I won't be around anybody. And it just exacerbates mm-hmm. just that that isolation and, and that loneliness they're already feeling. Yeah. Well, let's think a little bit more about this matter of isolation and technology as Focus President Jim Daly talks with Gary Thomas. Right at the end here, the impact of isolation in a marriage, wow. and it fits with this story, I yeah. think, but the um, the isolation in a marriage can really wreak havoc on that relationship, both in a male expression of that, because we as men tend to pull in and and go the way of the little boy. We don't want to deal with it. We don't want her harping on us. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to fix that in me. So we just pull in yeah. and we go news, weather, and sports, right? Right. And then for wives, I mean, they find it in, I think, in other activity, girlfriend activity. They get distracted and you end up isolated. Speak to the verse in Proverbs that you mentioned in the book about the the downside of isolation yeah. you may it, to me it feels like it's a medication but it's medicating in the wrong way hmm. absolutely proverbs 18:1 says whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire he breaks out against all sound judgment keith felt like his downfall into affairs was fueled largely by isolation he didn't deal with feeling isolated from his family of origin and so he felt the same thing in his marriage and always thought he had to look outside of his family to do it but there's couple isolation too jim i think of the couple that lost their only child now to me the thought of losing any child is beyond devastating they had difficulty conceiving so they just had one he died at 19 Mm. and she said the next morning their house was filled because they really were in a strong church and they gave themselves over to small groups she grabbed the lapels of one of her closest friends and said i know i've read the statistics 
70% of couples won't survive this. Please don't let us get a divorce. I've lost my son. I can't bear the thought mm. of losing my husband. And I think isolation is sort of like, well, it's, let me give a plug for focus on, it's like focus on the family. Publishers say they want books that are Tylenol, not vitamins. And what they mean by that is if you have a headache, I need this. Vitamins are supplements for long-term health and they don't seem as urgent. I bet when people are going through an affair or a kid is rebelling or things are crazy, they're listening to 10 Focus on the Family episodes. Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this is why you need the supplements as well, because if you wait until the crisis hits before you try to gain the wisdom or before you're part of a church group, they wouldn't have had anybody to call. When things are going well, you don't think you need church. It's like an obligation. Well, we should go. It's Sunday. But if you know the storms are going to come, mm. you're going to say, we need to be a part of a church. The day will come when we need them. And the day is here when somebody needs us. And it was a real lesson. I, I, and I think if you look at scripture reading, prayer, Bible study, listening to focus, those are just wise things taking your vitamins to gradually become stronger as a person and as a couple, if you know the storm will hit, and it will, get the wisdom now so that you can draw from it. Not be like me with cardboard and blue painter's tape trying to hold back <laughs> floodwaters, which is worthless. I just didn't have the resources. I didn't gather them ahead of time, and that was foolish. Well, what a great conversation. And Aaron, there are some introverted spouses like me thinking, I don't mind being alone. I'm, it's, I'm good being alone to some degree. So how do we deal with this? Um, there's a difference between me being alone and me feeling, to use the word we had earlier uh, touched upon, uh, isolated. Mm -hmm. So talk a little bit about that. It's very painful for people to feel isolated within a marriage or to feel alone. That's the exact opposite of what we want to feel. Plus, it's the exact opposite of what we are created to be because we are created to be connected. I've said that many times on here. Created I to started be... telling other people that phrase, by the way. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, That'd good. That'd make a good book title. Someone should yeah. write that. They did. Created for connection. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Sue Johnson, Created for Connection. Thank you, Sue. Yes. I feel and like I was being a little sarcastic, oh. but I'm glad you bit on that one. But keep going. I'm like, Details really? in the show notes, maybe. We just attended we just, a marriage I was event say, we yeah, just called went Created to that. for Connection, yes. remember? Try to be funny. But we deal with that. We each deal with the connection piece differently because. And we each come into our marriage with a different attachment style. And so if somebody is more of an avoider and an introvert, they might isolate off more. And that Do you can know be, someone like that? I might. <laughs> <laughs> no names, but I might know someone. You might be married to yes, that type of person. But it can be very painful for the one that is the pursuer yes. and wanting to be close, yes. wanting to connect. And the shells closed or the walls are yes. up or there's just not an interest. Yes. And I hear about this in my office over and over mm. again between couples. You know, maybe I'm the one that's pursuing, pursuing, pursuing. And then at some point I get burned out of pursuing because there's no one meeting me there. And so then that person might start withdrawing. So it's just recognizing we are created to be connected. However, we do have to work at building that connection by communicating. Hey, I really want to connect. When can we do that? Mm. Hey, I, you know, can we go for a walk? You know, just really putting it out there. Hey, I miss you. 
And, you know, I know you've been stressed out and you've been isolating a little bit. You know, help me understand what's going on because I care. How are we talking about what is really going Mm. on in the relationship? Because that's such a big difference between, like for me, as that introverted avoider that Aaron talked about, there, there's a huge difference between me kind of doing under the guise of self-care, kind of recharge, like the you know that can be healthy, versus something's going on in my life that has shut me down and I'm just isolating. I know for guys especially, biologically we mm-hmm. know that when you know oxytocin floods a man's body under stress that it causes him to want to totally isolate, to go into the cave. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm off in the cave, am I doing that just to have some alone time and recharge, or am I doing that because I'm truly isolating mm-hmm. because of mm-hmm. all that stress? And that's important. Sometimes I don't really even notice the difference. I was going to say, you might not notice it, but does mm-hmm. your spouse. So Absolutely. Aaron, I was going to ask about that. Yes. I had a situation recently where I was really stressed, and I mean, I was clenching my jaw. I was just... Ugh. And there's no way Dina didn't know something was going on. <laughs> I mean, I finally We're, said, here's the deal. And she said, well, I knew something was up. Yeah. So it's really better just to say. <laughs> jaw muscle flaring I, I there. I feel this mm-hmm. physically and emotionally. Won't you please join me in this? Not mm-hmm. because I want to make you miserable, but because that's kind of the deal, isn't it? That's yeah. what we signed up for. But to be fair, if Greg is stressed and he is isolating off, it, this may not be about me, <laughs> you know. Oh, and totally. oftentimes we yeah. take it personally. Yeah, let me clarify. And, I wasn't yes, stressed no, about Dina. It was something no, else. That's but, what I heard. But it came so, out. Yes. In the but often the spouse that's noticing it, which we do, we watch each other so carefully. Yeah. And so it's it's been good for me to learn. It's not always about me, so I can ask. So do you give him space? I'll ask. Hey, is it? Are you upset with me? You know what's going on? No, I'm not upset with you. I'm stressed out. Okay, so do you just need some time? Great. However, I say this even when I said earlier, it has often doesn't come out like that, right? And we get stuck in our cycle. Oh, so you want to be alone, Mister Introvert? Yes, I always say we end up showing up, (laughs) you know, striking out, and that doesn't go well. But we can always, if we do that, if we blow it. Take care of you. Figure out what's going on. Gosh, I'm feeling alone over here. I'm just letting you know. Mm -hmm. Go back and have that conversation in a new way. That didn't go well. I showed up in my, not my best self, and, you know, go back and try again. Have the conversation. Yes. Yes. And if, boy, I'm sensitive. This might be like, I would love to have the conversation, but I can't have the conversation because I don't know how to start the conversation without, you know, going sideways. We have a a team of caring Christian counselors here. They are terrific. And uh, if you call our 800 number or click the link in the show notes, uh, you can start that process of a scheduled time for one of those counselors to give you a call back. And they'll hear out uh, what's going on. They'll offer some insights. And uh, if you need or you want to have somebody to talk to on a regular basis, they can connect you with somebody in your area. Uh, the number is 800, the letter A in the word family. And again, just ask to speak to a counselor. And then, of course, Gary Thomas has an excellent book, Making Your Marriage a Fortress. Um, he's going to address overcoming isolation and physical ailments and uh, storms and staying together. Uh, do that. Make Your Marriage a Fortress by getting that book by Gary Thomas when you donate to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. We're listener-supported 
And uh, your support goes toward creating podcasts like this, having a really rich marriage website with all sorts of great resources, and much, much more. Donate today, a gift of any amount, and we'll send Gary's book to you. Next time, we'll hear from Dr. Randy Schrader about developing a habit of appreciating your spouse. That's next time, and uh, for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team, thanks for joining us for the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Smalley. And I'm Erin Smalley. Marriage is an amazing gift from God, but it can also be a challenge sometimes. That's right. We could all use a little guidance. And that's why we started our podcast, Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage. We talk about things like recognizing conflict cycles, dealing with stress, and how to grow your love each day. Listen at crazylittlethingcalledmarriage.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We can't wait to see you there.